Hello and welcome back to the podcast. It's Hang With Lang. I'm your host, Langston. Very special guest today, Jeff Bollard. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. It's Hang With Lang. I'm your host, Langston. Very special guest today, Jeff Bollard. How about, how about Jeff Bollard here? Yeah, thanks for having me, Langston. Yeah. Um. So you're from the Bellevue, Washington. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, I was born in, I was born in Bellevue. Yeah. Born in Bellevue. Yep. Um, lifetime Seattle sports fan. Yeah. Grew up with the Supersonics. Um, Ouch. That hurts. That hurts. <laughs> we'll, we'll have them back someday. Yeah. Well, we definitely will. Um, so let's go into the Q and A with, um, Jeff here. Um, so you grew up with, as a Seattle sports fan, it's probably like you obviously like the Seahawks growing up then um who's your favorite player like all of like in all of sports back then like kind of like a sports like role model back then mm, sports role model that's a tough one you know i would say if it if it was the seahawks i was always a huge fan of um uh before i, I think before cam chancellor there was a player named kenny easley and he was a safety and he was known for, for being very aggressive and just really hitting people hard and, and uh, doing, you know, just playing the game with, with little disregard for his body. So he was he was a guy I really thought was a great player. Um, and then also, I would say Steve Largent on the yeah. offensive side. <clears throat> you you know, kind of, a, kind of a smaller guy, probably not super fast. But, I like Tyler Lockett. Yeah, just but what but uh, the thing great route talk, running. Yes, exactly. They said his route his route running was very good. He caught the ball all the time. Um, yeah. When you're talking about uh, who is that safety you said? Uh, Kenny Easley. Kenny Easley. When you talk about Kenny Easley, um, when you're just t- telling me how he hits really hard, um, any of you sports fans right now, um, Seahawks fans mostly, you might um, know of a guy named Jamal Adams. J- Jamal Adams. Um, excuse me. Um, sounds like the same kind of abilities. Always hits the ball. Always hits the guy hard. Doesn't really fear for anything. Um, so yeah, um, I'm just gonna ask a, f- a couple more questions. Um, you are obviously a Seahawks fan right now. Kind of tough loss for the Sounders. Um, I know you're kind of starting to be a Sounders fan. Um, we got the Kraken coming to town. Probably gonna start being a hockey fan. Um, try to be a hockey fan. I don't know. Um, we got maybe NBA, maybe NBA coming to Seattle. We have the um, NBA elsewhere, and we have baseball. We have the Seattle Mariners that have a really good rookie on their hands. Great farm system coming in. Really excited about that. So, um, what would you say is your favorite player in all of Seattle sports right now? I know that's a tough question, but like we got the Mariners. Probably not the Kraken. We don't know any players right now. We got the Mariners. We got the Seahawks. We got the Sounders. All, all three of the sports. Who's your favorite player out of all the three of those? Well, teams? it's, yeah, super easy for me. I mean, it's got to be in Wilson, we trust, for sure. Uh, Russell Wilson's number one player that kind of really sticks out in my mind. Uh, Bross is Super Bowl. Uh, love his attitude. Love his positive energy. I just think he's a great just a great role model in general. And uh, I've seen him just do so many magical things on the football field that, you know, he definitely is going to be somebody I'm going to think about for a long time as far as – Hall of Fame probably. Yeah, oh, yeah. Just a, just a great player. 
great guy. Yeah. And what are your thoughts on uh, Pete Carroll? Um, do you like? Do you think of him as like a great coach, or like are you kind of like kind of ready for him to retire? What, what are your thoughts on that? No, I, you know it's funny. I think that Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll just are really kind of a match made in heaven. But I mean, the positiveness yeah. that they both have. I mean, you never feel like the games the games over until it's over because these guys can come back. Fourth from quarter, anything. yeah, yeah. Back, I mean, yeah. If they're down by three points with three seconds left, you you still think they can somehow win this game. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I think that that I love Pete Pete's laid back attitude. Definitely a you know a, a California guy and kind of embodies that whole surfer t- type of mentality. I think yeah. that just I think that that lends itself to being a great coach um, in Seattle. Yeah, um, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, so a couple more questions. Um, when we're talking about giving up and like never giving up for the for the Seahawks, um, fourth quarter comebacks, all those fourth quarter comebacks in the past few years, and a couple this year with the Patriots game, stuff like that. Um, I remember a couple weeks ago we were watching a game, and I remember you saying something. Wilson was scrambling out of the pocket, probably had the ball for fifteen seconds in his hand, and was just about to get sacked, and he threw the ball right into David Moore's hands and David Moore fell, fell back. And you're like, man, the play is never over with, um, with Russell Wilson. And that's so true because like these wide receivers have to be always ready for the ball. Even if like the guys, uh, like a defensive tackles on top of him, cause he can just side on the ball um, right past the defensive tackle into the wide receiver's hands. And um, I definitely agree that he is probably one of the best quarterbacks that might ever play the game. But I mean, probably the best, I mean, top five um, Seattle players of all time, obviously including Steve Largent, King Griffey Jr., Edgar Martinez, Ichiro probably, maybe Wilson's probably up there, Cam Chancellor, Legion of Boom, obviously. And I just wanted to, I probably last last question for you. Um, I remember telling you or hearing this on ESPN, the Legion of Zoom is a new thing for um, the Chiefs all the fast players on their team. Um, how do you feel being a Seahawks fan for a long time about them basically copying the Legion of Boom and making it the Legion of Zoom? How do you feel about that? Yeah, well, isn't that like the biggest the biggest compliment to the Legion of Boom is that another football organization is is take sort of taking their name and, and doing their own thing with it? Um, we'll see. I mean, I think the Legion of Boom was, was uh, sort of – the reason it became so synonymous with with uh, great play is because of how long it was great. You know, if we're talking four or five, six years of, of maybe the best defense in the NFL consecutively. Yeah, uh, that's that's pretty amazing. So uh, no, I think it's a huge compliment when I see other teams or in players try to copy things that maybe Seattle's done in the past as far as their defense. Yeah, I. I actually hadn't thought about that, but that's a great point. Um, probably, I mean, definitely probably one of the best defenses of all time. But now you see defenses like the Rams, got Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, had Clay Matthews on their team, 49ers, have a bunch of slow, like little man guys that are like really young, that are really good. Um, so let's go right ahead and get into it. Thank you, um, Jeff, for all the um, great answers so we're talking about 2020, 
probably one of the rough, roughest years, maybe one of the roughest years ever. I know I'm pretty young, but I can say that from learning in history that what really rough year besides like wars and like depressions and stuff, but a lot of people have died and wars people have died, but a lot of people have died because of COVID, not trying to get anybody down, reminding everybody about this, but um, we're going to talk about like sports in the decades. So we've had the past decade um, with all the Legion of Boom, you, uh, like you said, um, we've got the Legion of Boom, we got the Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, birth of Russell Wilson, not birth, but rookie season of uh, Russell Wilson, we got all that stuff. Um, but what about this next coming decade? Um, I think we should talk about this next coming decade. So to kick off the decade and years to come, we're going to go start with the team players, like the team of the decades for like all popular sports. So not saying soccer and hockey aren't popular, but sports I know. So we're going to start off with NFL team of the decade. We got two quarterbacks, two running backs, two wide receivers, two tight ends, two uh, um, defensive tackles, two defensive ends, a linebacker, and two safeties, two backup quarterbacks, and two backup running backs. Lots of players on the um, NFL team of the decade. So uh, how about, uh, Jeff, how about you kick this off and give us um, the team of the decade for NFL? Okay, yeah. I mean, I love this category. I love this topic because so often when you have these lists, you're like thinking, okay, who are the best of all time? In, in history, sort of historic. This is more like looking forward, looking at the stars of today and kind of projecting, are these gonna, are these guys gonna be the next stars for the next 10 years? Uh, they're, yeah. they're great now, but how long will it last? So, so yeah, let's just go down this by position. So at quarterback, we have uh, Patrick Mahomes and we have Lamar Jackson. Uh, at running back, we have Alvin Kamara and uh, Saquon Barkley. At uh, the wide receiver position, we have DK Metcalf uh, and Tyreek Hill and Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah, at, um, Tyreek Hill and Juju Smith-Schuster, that um, two guys that can really get it done. I think Tyreek Hill is really good now and will be good forever. Juju Smith-Schuster is definitely a rising star, really young, and probably will be good, get a lot better. So I put these those two guys there in the positions um, the same position, just so I'd let you guys know. Yeah. Oh boy. And how much do I want DK Metcalf to be a superstar for the next 10 years? Yeah. Gosh, I mean, if he, he stays healthy. Yeah. He looks like, Seahawks real, he looks like a real deal. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He looks like a real deal for sure. Um, at tight end, we have Evan Ingram, uh, and Noah Fant at defensive tackle, Kenny Clark defensive end, Miles Garrett and Joey Bosa. Um, and then at, uh, running back, no linebacker, Darius Leonard, and at safety we have two safeties: Jamal Adams and uh, Fitzpatrick. Minka Fitzpatrick, yeah. Yep, and defensive tackle uh, Nick Bosa. So, um, oh yeah, continue. Sorry, there's yeah. So this would be this would be kind of I guess this next group would be kind of considered the sort of the second sort of the second tier, second string, I suppose. Uh, at quarterback, we have Kyler Murray and Deshaun Watson. And at running back, Nick Chubb and Dalvin Cook. Yeah, okay. So um, let's go ahead and talk about that for a little bit. So, um, look at this, this list here. What are your 
Um, thoughts on Jamal Adams. We're talking a lot about Seattle, so if you're not a Seattle fan, it's probably really boring. But what are your thoughts on Jamal Adams being a superstar? He's really young. Like, he's like 25, 26. Um, he's really young. So do you think he's going to stay pretty good forever, like, next 10 years? What are, yeah. you, what are your thoughts on that? I think you and I have had this discussion before about the – the, the length of, of a football player's career. So it's hard to say. I mean, he plays – he's a pretty hard-hitting guy. Yeah. So you never know how long his career is going to last because of that. Um, I mean, hope, hopefully he'll, he'll be around for a long Couple time. Couple injuries this year too. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think he's definitely going to have an impact uh, for the next few years. And we'll see. We'll see after four or five years. Yeah. And I will talk about um, – I've talked about Madden a couple of times, playing in Madden and stuff. And this morning I was playing a Madden against the Green Bay Packers with um, Kenny Clark facing me. And um, I had I had the Lamar Jackson, and I was running around like crazy. But Kenny Clark just kept getting to me. I, I think he had like something like three sacks. Obviously it's a video game, but still it's really good. And I think he's going to be – lots of people don't know him, but I think they should know him and they will know him in the – um, future of like five years from now, probably. And um, do you think Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson will be good for same kind of same question about Jamal Adams? Do you think Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson will be good for the next ten years? Yeah, you know, well, gosh, if if I had to put money on it, as far as the, those two guys, and if you were to ask, let me answer. I'll answer it this way: If I had to say which one do you think is going to be better ten years from now, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I'd have to say Mahomes. I mean, I think Watson is great, but no, I, Lamar I, Jackson. I'm sorry, Lamar Jackson's great, but I just, I just don't know necessarily. Um, I, I just haven't seen enough. Whereas with with uh, Mahomes, definitely seen enough to think that he's going to be, he's going to be a Hall of Fame player. Yeah, and um, I think both of them could be probably in the Hall of Fame. But here's the thing. Here's here's what I'm thinking. I don't know. You might be able to answer this question, but do you know when Michael Vick? Had his huge run, run, like was still rushing strong. Was it like how old was he? Was it? I think he was like thirty-five, maybe. Oh, no, no, like thirties. I think he's pretty young. I think he's yeah. probably yeah, definitely in his prime, probably mid late twenties. Yes. Think. So I don't know how long Lamar Jackson keep this keep this up. I don't think he can be even close of running how he is now, like 32, 30s might not be able to run, juke a guy out or hop a guy. I think Mahomes is going to be able to throw the ball forever. So that's something to think about. And, yeah, I think that's all we got for um, NFL Decades. Uh, thanks, uh, Jeff. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about the MLB Decades, my favorite sport particularly. Um, there's so many great young guys, so many guys to talk about, and – um, let's go ahead and get to it. So for the we got three outfielders here. Um, first outfielder Juan Soto, pretty good last season. Not great though. Um, we got Kyle Lewis, the best outfielder. He's gonna get MVP in ten in five years probably. Gosh, he is the best guy. Uh, uh, Seattle Mariners could ask for. Ronald Acuna Jr., particularly my favorite player. Um, he's just so like crafty, can get a hit when you need him to hit a home run. He's so small, can he get a home run starting in right field for the Atlanta Braves. Him and Ozzy Albies are really good together. Um, good duo. 
Uh, starting third base, Glaber Torres. And I know he usually plays second base, but he can play third base too. And I just really couldn't find anybody at the third base position. Third base position is kind of like, is kind of like a laid-back position. You don't really hear much about um, third base for the young guys, you know. Shortstop, if you don't know who I'm talking about or who I'm about, about to say, something's wrong. We got starting shortstop, Fernando Tatis Jr., the best player in the MLB right now. Seriously, him and Mike, him, Mike Trout, and Mookie Betts are battling for best players. Ronald Acuna Jr. is up there too. Um, second base, starting second base, DJ LeMahieu. I think he won the MVP. MVP. I'm pretty. Sure, I can't remember the awards were not very um, good this year. I, I like they weren't really um, produced really well. But I'm pretty sure he won MVP this year for the American League, or if not, some kind of award for second base. Second baseman of the year. Starting first base, also plays outfielder. You know who I'm talking about. We got Cody Bellinger. Obvious decision. It's really good. Starting catcher, nobody knows him. I wouldn't blame it, blame you if you didn't know him. I didn't really know him until like five weeks ago. We got Adley Rutschman. He's a draft pick two years ago. First round, very first draft pick. I saw him get drafted. I knew I didn't know right away, but I could tell he, he was probably going to be good, just like Buster Posey, who he's watching in um, San Francisco. And we got Walker Bueller and Dustin May, the starting pitchers for Los Angeles, both on my pitcher list. And we got D.H. Shohei Otani, probably one of the biggest letdowns ever in MLB history. Gosh, it kind of stinks they – had to get Tommy John surgery. I mean, I don't know what what happened to him. If something like something just terribly wrong happened. So yeah. Um, you got any questions about um, MLB decades, or are you are you good? Can you think of any questions? No. Well, not really. But I do like your comment about the awards, like the actual MLB awards. Yeah. They, they need to figure out some way to make it a little more meaningful because I feel like the season ends, the World Series World Series is over. And then some random amount out. of time, yeah. it comes out where the awards come out, and you're like, you're not even thinking about MLB at that point. They need to make it. I think they need to make it right on the heels, right after the World Series I ends. Agree. They have to come out with the awards either one or two days after that somehow. Also, another thing about that is it's like MVP gets award, uh, gets um, released like ten days after the Rookie of the Year gets released. So it's like you need to do it one night, like NFL honors and NBA. I've, yeah, I've moved on from baseball by the time these awards come out. I mean, I'm just, I'm just, yeah, they just need to kind of speed it up. I, I agree with that comment. Yeah, Commissioner MLB, if you're listening to me, make this happen. I'm not a big fan of the MLB commissioner as it is, so I don't really have much to say about him. But let's go right into the ML- NBA decades. A lot of people won't agree with this list at all, but, I mean, come on. I mean, you got to listen to Lang here. Um, well, is anything more controversial than who's better in the NBA than, you know, I think much more controversial than any other sports is, yeah. is picking who's the best in the NBA. Well, it's also because, like, there could be two good players on the same team, like, like teams, you know, like LeBron. Everybody thinks LeBron's good. Anthony Davis, basically the fifth, fifth best player on the NBA, is sitting right there. Like, it's not that hard to win an NBA championship when you have two top ten players in the NBA, you know. 
So I don't, I don't think um, LeBron James should have been crying when he didn't win the MVP. Obviously should have gone to either Giannis or Harden. But here are my top five or uh, top five and three bench players for NBA decades. We got starting point guard, Luka Doncic. Can't argue with that at all. Um, starting shooting guard, this is very debatable. I have Deonovan Mitchell. Um, lots of people are starting to hear about him now. He's very good. He's usually a point guard, but I like to have him at shooting guard. Uh, also, Luka Doncic is better, so had to put him at point guard. Starting small forward, Jason Tatum. Lots and lots of people are probably yelling at me right now for saying that the starting small forward for the team of the decades, 2020 to 2030, is Jason Tatum. But you'll see why later. Power forward, DeBontis, a bonus from Gonzaga. He's a center, but I like to have that power forward also. Starting center, Nikola Jokic. Didn't like him before, but I'm starting to kind of like him. He is a really good passer. He's so big, but he's a really good passer, and he can definitely score points. And then on my bench, the point guard from Atlanta, we got Trey Young, one of my favorite players, probably top, probably number three favorite player there. Yeah. Um, Okay, second bench player, Michael Porter Jr. Had some really good uh, 40-point games there in the bubble. I think he had, like, three – 40-point games in a row or something, and so did Donovan Mitchell at the same time, so that's good. And then here, here it comes. Nobody agrees with me on this. Nobody agrees with me, not even my own dad. But I, I bet my, not even my own dad. I haven't asked him yet. We'll ask him on the podcast right here. So the bench, this is why I said Jason Tatum. The, either of these two could be swapped, but I'm taking this guy out on the bench. The bench, small forward. From the little state, we got Giannis Antetokounmpo on the bench for the 2020 through 2030 NBA Decades team. Nobody agrees with me on this, but I have to have him on the bench. What do you think about that, Dad, having Giannis Antetokounmpo on the bench? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I hate to say he's a little bit overrated. Oh, yeah. But – there's a there's a, a little, little bit, bit overrated. Of there's a little bit of that that kind of follows him, I think. Um, and I, I'm really just a casual NBA fan, and, and you, I'm even getting that vibe that he's maybe a little overrated. So I, I'm not super surprised that you put him on the bench. Yeah. Um, but he's a, just a great guy. I mean, I want to I want to see him succeed so much. Yeah, because uh, you like Milwaukee, like yeah, the small town, small yeah, market coming up. Absolutely. So, yeah. but I, I really I think he'll do great things. Okay, um, what better way to continue the podcast with um, NFL war predictions? What do you think? Yeah. Let's yeah. Okay, so we're going to start off with um, Jeff, and we'll get to the, like, biggest awards, like MVP, Rookie of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Um, also, I don't I'll, – I'll, I'll say the Rookie of the Year because I'm, like, kind of thinking about it. I just can't, can't find – of rookie of the year, I just don't know who's gonna be. Not not very good options. Not a very good um, assortment of players to choose from. But uh, so Jeff, how about you start turn us off? All right. So yeah. So these are these are NFL award predictions for the upcoming season. Yep. Upcoming season. Upcoming season. So for offensive rookie. Yeah. We- Te- technically, this 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 coming this season that's 
um going on right now. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Twenty the twenty 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 one. Yep. So offensive rookie of the year would be James Robinson or Justin Herbert. Uh, defensive rookie would be Chase Young or Patrick. What's the last name? Queen. Patrick Queen. Uh, coach of the year would be Brian Flores uh, and and or Andy Reid. There's only one of these, right? There's only one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, offensive player, we have Derrick Henry, and then Tyreek Hill would be in the running as well uh, for offensive player. Defensive player, TJ Watt and Jamal Adams. That'd be great if Jamal Adams could get that. Uh, and for MVP in the NFL, uh, Mahomes and Rodgers. Boy, right there. The two poster boys of the uh, the NFL. Uh, Whoever wins it. Yeah. But, but here's the thing. I'm pretty sure the NFL is regular season. So I would say whoever wins the Super Bowl or whoever like goes farthest in the playoffs will win it, but I don't think it's like that. So I think you're right. I think I it's guess. just regular season, probably. Is yeah. My guess. So let's go ahead and get into the weird awards. So like the weird ones that nobody really like nobody knows about. Yeah, no one knows about these. These are yeah. fun. And we got like yeah, I really like these. Um, we got air. And ground, I forgot to put the guy in. Air and ground player of the year. We got DeAndre Hopkins for the air player of the year. Obviously, everybody knows about Hail Murray and the play that happened last week. That was pretty much five thousand feet in the air. And on the ground, we got Dalvin Cook, doing pretty well this year. Um, probably one, one of the best running backs in the league. So think about that. Um, anything but ordinary. I think a lot of people can agree with this. Anything but ordinary. DK Metcalf, strongest guys in the NFL, uh, one of the fastest guys in the NFL. Uh, yeah, basically, tall. One of the super super tall, not super tall, pretty tall. Can jump really high. He got like everything. Sportsmanship award. Not really much sportsmanship this year. I think you could say Russell Wilson, probably big, really good sportsmanship. Never, like, I listen to his podcast all the time. He's really good, has really good sportsmanship. But I came up with a guy that I think deserves an award more than anything. Back up, um, probably second place for a comeback player of the year. We got Ben Roethlisberger. Do, do you think that's a good pick for sportsmanship of the, award, of the year award? Uh, yeah, I suppose I, you know... I feel like there might be some off off field issues that might follow Ben, um, but again, do you are you going to base the award on the off field or on or on the field events? Um, that's a tough one. I, I think I think for an award like that, you have to look off the field as well. Yeah. How they hold them, how they you know, conduct themselves in the public and so forth. Uh, and I, I think Ben's had some issues in the past. Yeah, I agree. But I think this year he's been just really careful and really been really um kind of nice to the refs there i guess you could say um we got comeback player of the year this is totally obvious everybody knows this alex smith comeback player of the year everybody's um role model even the coach ron rivera's role model so that's that's really nice and assistant coach of the year my favorite assistant coach obviously my favorite team so my favorite assistant coach I believe he's the assistant coach, but he's one of like the um, offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators, one of those guys. Um, probably the best play callers in the NFL, um, I guess you could say. He 
has done really well for the Seahawks. I think he has a bright future. Uh, Brian Schottenheimer, I think doesn't think I don't think he gets enough credit. I think he should be the head coach after Pete Carroll leaves. I don't know if you agree with that, but I just think he's really good, and we could have a great team if he's the head coach there. No, no, um, nothing to be uh, Carroll there, but yeah. Um, clutch play of the year. Two very clutch players of the year, but I'm going to have to go. There's two, and I'll tell you who, which one I think um, is better. We got Hale Murray. We got the Hale Murray in the end zone. Five seconds left. Touchdown catch, um, DeAndre Hopkins. And we got the DK Metcalf, Buda Baker tackle. Probably one of the most funniest memes of the year. If you haven't seen it yet, one of my favorite memes, uh, where um, Joe Biden catches all, is running – uh, and catching all the states, that's pretty funny. Um, but I think it's I think it's a really good um, play, and obviously they stop them on fourth down and it's turn on down, so that was really important. They did that. And we got de- Celebration of the Year. This one is pretty pretty good. I like it. I know we have a lot of Seahawks on here, but I think the Seahawks have a good team. So second straight DK Metcalf one. Celebration of the year goes the Selly, as they call it, the Selly of the year. Second straight year for the Seahawks. We're going DK Metcalf in stands with the camera, plus the $6,247 fine that came with it. And the Seahawks giving him a uh, birthday card, and his birthday was the next day, so that was really nice. And, yeah, I think that was the celebration of the year. So that's just my opinion. And the unstoppable player of the uh, week, we got Mahomes to Hill, mostly Hill. Um, so, yeah, I think he was unstoppable. Week 12, 256 pass, uh, receiving yards, 100, um, 200 receiving yards in the first half. And that will be um, the first half of our show. Welcome back. Um, that was really good first kind of – Three quarters of the show. You think it went good, pretty good? Yeah, no, it's it's been fun. Great. Thanks, thanks for coming, Dad. Oh sure, I have no place to go. <laughs> great, Dad. Um, daily fantasy player of the year. Obviously, it's Derrick Henry or Tyreek Hill. Probably Derrick Henry because he's a running back and he obviously has more yards. But yeah, Walter Payton of the year. He's this. Is, I know that I said this in predictions, but he's not going to get it. But I really believe in him. I think he's. Should get this. Um, deserves it the most. The Walter Payman of the Year Award, in my opinion, is Russell Wilson, another Seahawk. Don't blame me. I mean, the Seahawks are a great team. And you'll, you'll see why later. Okay. You can't, you can't tell we're a Seattle show here. Yeah. <laughs> For you uh, Chiefs fans and Patriots fans and Packers fans and all those guys. Okay. We're going to go to the injury report, which Jeff Baller is going to go over. Okay, great. So, yeah, this this kind of helps with your fantasy leagues. So yeah, ste- yes, definitely. You pay attention to that stuff. So, we have uh, – Eric- Oh, this is all for um, week 16. And these are week, week 15 injuries going into week 16. Okay. So, Eric Ebron is questionable. Uh, Tyler Boyd is also questionable. Uh, Cam, Aker- Cam Akers is out. Which is on my dad's starting fantasy team. Oh, ouch. But he got knocked out by Langston years truly. Uh, Stefan Diggs should be good. That's all. Everything's looking good for him to, to be the, in, the, in the game. Uh, Von Miller out for the year. Deshaun Jackson 
uh, active. He's active, right? Yeah. He, okay. act, he was activated off the IR. Oh, got it. Okay, got it. Thank you. Uh, James Conner, questionable. Stefan Gilmore, out for the year. DJ Dallas, um, also out. Multiple weeks. Oh, multiple weeks. Okay. All right, yeah. It's, those are sort of the highlights on the, um, on the injury front. Yeah, okay. Thank you, Jeff. Um, also, we got Miles Gaskin, who's questionable. And Cordell Patterson, that are Oh, yes, too. thank you for adding that. Yes, those are the two um, other guys there. Injuries. And we got the waiver wire. I know you all look forward to it. One of my least favorite parts of the podcast. No, I'm just kidding. All my all the parts are my favorite. But we got the waiver wire coming up. We got running backs. Um, and I'm going to start a new thing where I rate the waiver wire pickups. So out of like 10, like blah, 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 stars out of 10. So we got Le'Veon Bell, who is available in most fantasy leagues. 7.5 out of 10. That's my rating. I don't think you should pick him up because, one, he got injured, slightly injured last week. I don't think you should pick him up. But 7.5 out of 10, if you want to, you can. Tony Pollard, who is better than Ezekiel Elliott. Hmm, who would think that? Uh, he's a kick returner, too, so get bonus yards for that. And I say 8 out of 10, but – because because he had a huge run last week, so that's why he had so many fantasy points. So I'm not, like, huge on that. But if you want, you can. We got Miles Gaskin, who is questionable, like I said earlier. But if he does play, put him in. And Salvin Ahmed, who, if Miles Gaskin doesn't play, put him in. And I rank, I rank both of those guys a 9 out of 10. So, if, like I said, if Miles Gaskin does play, put him in. If he doesn't, if Miles Gaskin doesn't play, put in Salvin Ahmed and that doing that, I rank that a nine out of ten. We got the wide receivers who I have a lot more of. Uh, I'm more of a wide receiver knowledgeable guy. So we got Emmanuel Sanders picking him up. I say eight out of ten. I had it as a seven out of ten, but I'm gonna move it up to an eight out of ten. We got Russell Gage for the gosh, Falcons. People told me to pick him up. I didn't pick him up, and he had a monster game, but I still won, so I'm okay with that. But Russell Gage, I say 9.5 out of 10. The biggest pickup that I'm going to tell you to pick up, Russell Gage, is the waiver wire of the week. Kiki QT. Uh, He's, like, off and on. He could have, like, a really good game or a really bad game, so I'll put that 8 out of 10. We got Alan Lazard, 8.5 out of 10, coming back from an injury, and Devontae Adams is really good, so I say 8.5 out of 10. AJ Green. If he's in your fantasy league, you better pick him up. If he's not, then don't pick him up because you can't. Josh Gordon. I'm going to rank that a 2 out of 10. This is a not waiver wire. Don't pick him up. Um, you can pick him up and put him on your bench. Maybe has a monster game and put, put, him, put him in next week. But don't put him in this week because he might not get any targets or even go on the field. But he is ed- eligible for the Seahawks this week, obviously with a suspension of the um, performance-enhancing substances on his gloves. So, yeah, um, you could pick him up. And Jacoby Myers, who 7 out of 10 on my list, but he could be good. He had, like, three straight games with, like, some like 100 yards. So that would be not bad um, of a pickup. Okay, let's get into the final countdown. We have Super Bowl picks. NBA championship picks, 
Worlds and World Series picks, which my dad didn't tell me before the podcast. So it's a completely surprise. My dad knows everything, all of my picks except the World Series. So uh, let's get right into it. We're going to start off with um, Super Bowl picks. And my dad doesn't think this is going to happen, but I think it's going to happen. So um, let's go ahead and get into it. So the Ravens aren't in the playoffs right now, but they're going to be, in my opinion. I say in the Super Bowl, it's going to be Ravens versus Seahawks. Not a lot of people agree with me. And it's not because the Seattle Seahawks are my favorite team. I Trust me, I'm not like doing any of that. I think it's going to be Ravens versus Seahawks. One, Ravens, great team. Just have had bad losses. They're, but they're a great team. Two, Seahawks. Insane team, just can't do well without their running back. So if Chris Carson, which they got Rashard Penny back and Carlos Hyde and Chris Carson, so they're all pretty much healthy, 100% healthy. So they are going to win because they have all three running backs. They're going to win the Super Bowl. Seahawks win the Super Bowl. Ravens, Seahawks, Seahawks win. Now – Boy, boy I, hope, I hope you are so right. Yes, my dad says that. That will be great. Yeah, we got a Seahawks cake. Um, for anybody of any of you that don't know, which all of you don't know, probably um, a few years ago with the Patriots' devastating loss, um, Russell Wilson throws the interception, should have ran the ball. Uh, we got a cake from Dairy Queen on that night, and it said Seahaws didn't have the K. So we believe that the reason we lost the game is because the Seahaws cake, not the Seahawks. So uh, please don't come to my house and yeah, curse, me. Yeah, curse of the cake. Okay, um, so Jeff, how do how about you expose your Super Bowl picks yes. for the first time ever? Nobody has ever heard your 2020, 2020 wait, technically 2021 Super Bowl picks ever. Get into it. Yes, so I think and I think this would be a really intriguing matchup. So from the NFC, don't say Chiefs and versus Packers. No, so well, Ooh. so from the NFC, oh. we're gonna have I think it'll be the Green Bay Packers. Ooh. Yeah, that's sorry. an interesting sorry. pick. Sorry, but I, I think on the AFC side, it'll be much more, uh, much more interesting for folks. You think the Browns? No, I'm not saying the Browns. I think it's going to be the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills. Okay, I totally agree with that. I think it's either going to be the Buffalo Bills or the Ravens. I think it's Buffalo versus Ravens or Chiefs versus Ravens. Right? Yeah, Buffalo Bills are the really good team. I totally agree with that. So that's an interesting pick. Um, do you think the Seahawks are playing the Packers? Uh, yeah, I, the only reason I'm not the only reason I'm not the only reason I'm not going for the going for the Seahawks is I just don't think the Seahawks can go can go into Lambeau Field and pull out a victory. Um, I mean, there's gonna have to be some serious Russell Wilson magic um, on that day, and I hope it I hope it plays out. But uh, if I had to put money down, I'd say it'd be the Packers. Okay, so let's go to the NBA championship. My favorite, if you didn't know, my favorite team is the Warriors. Second favorite, Clippers. Not a bandwagon. I just like Kawhi Leonard. So um, this year it's going to be NBA championship Nets versus the Nuggets or the Clippers. I really hope it's true because two of these three picks have my um, top two favorite teams in them. So um, we got Nets versus the Nuggets. Or the Nets versus Nuggets are like my main pick. But Nets versus Clippers is like my second pick. The Bucks are a terrible team, um, and there's nobody else in the East that are very good. The Lakers kind of stink. Um, <laughs> Warriors are probably not going to be super good. 
Rockets probably won't be super good. So those are my uh, NBA championship picks. Now, Dad, can you give us our your picks for the NBA championship for the first time again? Yeah, well, my, and we all, actually mine are very similar. It's very similar to yours. So I'm also picking the Brooklyn Nets out of the East. And I think it's going to be the Clippers out of the West. Yes, thank so you. We're, we're, we're both going against Vegas and not picking the Lakers. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be much more interesting to not have them in there. And I want to see a different team. I think it would be great to follow with Brooklyn and see how they do with uh, with uh, KD. Yeah, I agree. Um, h- like how good he's going to be on opening night against oh, the Warriors. Yeah, I hope, he, I hope he doesn't disappoint. Yeah. Okay, the hardest, the very hardest thing to pick, if I had to choose what to, what to bet on, I would not bet on this. Baseball. World Series. Padres Twins. That's my pick. Nice. Padres Twins. Nice. I was debating on Padres Yankees, but I decided Padres Twins. I just can't. It's either that or it's um, it's uh, Brave Twins for me. Padres okay. Twins or Brave Twins. Okay. Yeah. Well, if, if I were to say I'm going to pick one of the teams from the from the World Series last year, which team do you think I'd be talking about? The Dodgers. Not the Dodgers. Yeah. The Rays. So, yes, exactly. So I'm I'm just going to say. I'm telling you, the Rays are going to be back, and they're going to be playing the Atlanta Braves. Wow. Okay. I don't know that that's a great television crowd as far as Braves-Rays go, but I I think that that's going to be the matchup. Really? So we're both betting against the odds and saying the Dodgers are not going to go in, or the Yankees, who are the top two teams this year. Exactly. The Yankees can't stay healthy to save their lives, and they stayed healthy last year, but they somehow couldn't beat the Astros. No, they somehow couldn't beat the Rays. So, yeah, that's going to wrap up the podcast. We got one more thing for you guys. We got the pick of – we got the question of the week. And um, if you didn't know, you can email me with your answer at langstong08 at gmail.com. Langstong08, excuse me, at gmail.com with the answer. And how um, – since it was your idea, Dad, how about you say the question of the week? Yeah, okay, so the question of the week – and this is kind of going to be – this would be sort of a good gauge to see people's interest level in the NBA uh, with the start of the season this week. So just reply back to Langston with, you know, are you more interested in the start of the NBA this week or are you more interested in the NFL football games this week? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's a good question. And if you see, if you just listen to this podcast on Wednesday after two, after Tuesday, which is the opening day, then that's okay. You can still reply and um, just say what you what you were more excited for, like the basketball season or the football playoffs. You know, it's like stuff like yeah, that. We got some good Christmas. We got some good Christmas games. I think Christmas Day games. Yeah, we yeah. got we got um, opening day. We got Lakers Clippers for the basketball and Warriors Nets, and then um, we have Christmas Day Warriors Nuggets and Clippers Nets. I think. I'm pretty sure. I'll have to check into that. And then, like, Heat, Pelicans, stuff like that. Can't remember everything else. But we got some good – we got some good games. I got to admit, Adam Silver did a pretty good job making him, making up the schedule. I actually kind of like him. He's he's not bad. Um, but yeah, my dad doesn't like the other commissioner because of the Supersonics. But I'm uh, sure all you um, guys listening, too, don't really like him either. But, yeah, that's going to wrap up the podcast. Super excited for the Clippers um in the Warriors this year and basketball being back and Christmas Merry Christmas to everybody and Happy New Year um yeah. holiday season 
Santa Claus. Um, yeah, so I think I'm going to do a podcast Thursday before our Christmas Day to try and preview the basketball games for Christmas Day. So um, if you can listen, that's uh, that would be great. If you, if you can't, then that's okay too. But, um, yeah, so uh, thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time on Hang With Lang. Thanks, Langston.